today's episode of The Turning Points. Today we'll be discussing France's ambitious scheme of personal learning accounts. Now the aim of this substantive reform was much more than just to establish personal training account also called CPF for individuals. Just like we have bank accounts, the idea was to have a personal account to hold an individual's lifelong learnings and entitlements in a universal tool. Under the CPF, the partners behind it agreed to set up a universal account, one that would not be dependent on a person's status and would be fully transferable and portable throughout an individual's working life from the time they entered the labor market until they retired. 48 hours of learning would be credited into the learning accounts of eligible people every year and the account could be topped up with more hours encouraging people to undergo upskilling or reskilling in relevant domains periodically to stay in tune with the latest market trends. So the CPF had three main objectives. Number one, to encourage and implement personal autonomy in the take-up and choice of training. Number two, to improve people's skill levels by channeling their choices and training provision towards qualified training. And number three, to reduce the inequalities in access to training. In France, the individual training account is therefore regarded as an important and an innovative instrument in encouraging access to in, of training to individuals who may be salaried, employed, self-employed, unemployed or even economically inactive. An important feature of the account is that it is fully transferable and portable. In other words, it means that the rights accrued could be mobilized outside the business where they had been acquired throughout an individual's working life. That is, individuals can mobilize their learning accounts to be recognized in the labor market and could rely on it in the event of a job change or a role change. A new agency called the Skills Agency of France was given the responsibility for regulating the continuing vocational training system on CPF and validating the quality of the training provided. Thus, just like passports, the education profile of citizens in France could be revalidated periodically using their individual learning accounts. But what were the results of this ambitious scheme? Let's look at that. Between 2015 and 18, there was a steady increase in the take-up of the CPF. It was mainly job seekers who initially made use of their learning accounts and only 0.5% of employees mobilized their CPFs in the first two years of the scheme against 8% of job seekers. But employees have increasingly used their CPF and in 2018, there were more employees participating in the scheme than job seekers. But the traditional inequalities that the learning account wanted to do away with still applies. Among employees, both men and women, people with higher educational attainment use their learning accounts much more than others and those with a low level of education use them relatively little. This bias in take-up is also to be found in the socio-professional categories where among other things, engineers and employees in managerial or professional occupations are significantly overrepresented. The account for nearly 31% of beneficiaries of the CPF while representing only 17.8% of people in employment in 2016. So while the CPF has been an innovative and ambitious scheme, 
It is yet to take off and reach its full potential, though there are signs of steady progress. Yes, awareness on this needs to be more widespread. So let's wait and see how this pans out. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope to see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.